again once again i want to you know welcome every one of you uh i just want to say this you know before we get into the word of god today um i'm really excited about you know this uh, upcoming series that we're going to start from today uh this is something i would say that i have been actually preparing and praying you know since the last month and um, i firmly believe you know that this is a word that is very foundational you know if you are a follower of jesus christ you know if you have accepted the lord jesus as your personal lord and savior i believe this is a very foundational series you know that we need to listen to now i titled this whole series as the father's love and let me tell you about you know the title alone okay because i don't know if i've told you this before but every series title that i normally um you know um, list out okay there is uh, i take a lot of time to pray before i finalize the title of the series that's going to be and the reason being that you know um you know even years later if you were to remember the series and if you don't remember anything that was spoken in between you know the different weeks that we go through the series i want you, all of us to be possible if it's possible you need to remember if you can at least remember the title all right my hope and my prayer has always been that you could get the principle or the thesis of the entire series from the title uh if you remember uh, we did a series called hashtag i forgive even if you don't remember much um i'm praying that you would still remember that it is our responsibility to take up you know the mantle of being able to forgive somebody who has wronged us or hurt us we finished a series called what's on your mind all right and the whole thesis around that message was what you think with your mind is ultimately you know the path that you will take on so uh, my prayer that even this series you know i've titled it as the father's love and you know i'm praying that you know as a church that we would take home that god is not just a god but god is not just another father but god is the father and the love that he has for us okay is never going to change which means that he has always loved us he loves us even today and he will always love us in the time to come that is you know that is the core truth of the thesis of the entire series you know that we're going to be looking at and um, whatever i've said just now i'll be expanding or expounding however you want it over the next couple of weeks to come all right but uh, let me tell so tell you you know before i move further let me just tell you why i believe this is such a foundational series you know for all of us in our personal lives to come all right now let me say this this is not an original series with me which means um, let me tell this i've listened to this series twice before and um, one thing that this series has done with my life has is that it has transformed my life the way i've known it um when i what i mean by that is you know when i started following jesus christ you know i always knew that god is god and i had a fair understanding that you know god is a father but the problem with that whole idea that god is a father was there up in my mind and you know i did not have a revelation i would say i did not have a personal revelation or an understanding inside of my heart about who god the father really was and you know when uh when i listened to this entire series the first time and even the second time you know it brought about a deeper understanding and a deeper revelation of god as a father i could connect with him as a father not just as a god but i could also you know a major transformation that took place in my life i would say this um before i knew god as a father personally it was very difficult for me to connect with people it was very difficult for me to trust people i didn't have many friends the friends that i had also was you know on a very superficial basis um but after understanding this i would say you know it made me better as a person it made me a better friend um i would say this it made me a better husband 
all right and today i'm a father to two boys i would say today because i have a revelation of god i'm not saying i fully you know perceived it but you know i would say i'm a much better father today to my boys than i could have possibly ever been and i'm a good father i think okay at least to the extent that i am is because i know god as my father so uh, what i did you know was uh, i decided that um, you know the the person who brought this whole series to me was our pastor matthew and so i talked to him and i invited him i said pastor you need to come in and you need to you know kick start the series for us as a church and um, you know one thing that i've known about this series about him is that he's preached the series in many places and uh, there's always you know there's been numerous testimonies of how the series has changed their lives as well so um, now i don't think i need to really introduce uh, pastor matthew that much uh, because he's not a new person to us he's very familiar to all of us i w- i still call him the pastor of our new life church manipal i'm just uh, maybe a co-leader a steward i would say okay co-pastor whatever i mean whatever works for you but to me he's more than a pastor he's my spiritual father he's my coach he's my advisor and you know there's the, the list is endless and can i say this you know words cannot express my gratitude for him being a part of my life i would say if i am where i am today it's largely because of what he's been in my life and who he's been to me you know all these many years so i want to invite and i want all of us to invite pastor matthew to come and share the word on the first series the first week of the father's love I have been sharing this uh, series on the father's love for many years. Uh, it's a revelation that God gave me a couple of years back and uh, I don't claim it to be my own uh, but over a period of time God has been bringing different men of God into my life to impart impute many of those things and uh, from around the world and uh, i want to share it with you now uh even though i've shared this message many times but let me tell you every time even today as i was going through the message the introduction which i will be doing today it was coming back so fresh i don't know if i can get tired of going back through this message again and again because every time i go through this message there is fresh revelations fresh truth fresh understanding that the lord keeps giving me and uh, praise god uh, now before uh, we get into the message uh, let me as danny was sharing uh, i was looking at my own life look i remember the early days when i stepped into the ministry uh one of the uh, you know those days we had lo- most we mostly we had students and there's one of the student leaders because today he's a leader and a pastor that person you know who was close to me one day he told me uh, pastor we know you but we don't know you i hope you understand what i by we know you but at the same time we don't know you there's a part of you that is hidden there's a part of you that we really don't know you know as danny was saying there was a time in my own life when i could never trust people there was a time in my life when i did not have friends that i had close friends but i never had friends to whom i could confide i could open up my life 
I could share. I could be myself, my true inner self. But praise God, after God took me through this whole revelation, this journey of experiencing the Father's love. You know, today, God has given me so many people above me, beside me, below me, that I can confide, I can trust, and they will maintain the confidentiality. I can be myself. I can open up my deepest secrets and I know they still love me and they accept me. And if I would give you one blessing that has come out of me knowing this revelation or experiencing this revelation is this. And I think this is one of the greatest blessings to have people that you can really, really trust. And um, it's a message that has really transformed my life. And I'm definitely sure it will transform your life if you're willing to receive it with an open heart. And uh, before we get into this message, before we start, and in the weeks ahead, that as you're going to look at this whole series, let's pray that God would give us a revelation. Shall we pray right now? Father, I want to thank you for this wonderful time. I want to thank you for this privilege that you've given to us. Lord, I want to thank you that even as we're going to look at what is the your father what is the heavenly father's love in our life we pray that you would open our spiritual eyes we pray that you would lead us you would guide us lord to have an understanding not only an understanding but we would experience it in a deeper measure lord and i pray as a result of that it would transform our lives and it would also not only transform our lives, but we would become a blessing to many around us, Lord. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You see, now, uh, let me tell you something. Experiencing the Father's love is the very core of our relationship with God. You know, take the Father's love out and our relationship with God is dead. There is nothing in that relationship. And not only that, but it's also the very foundation to our relationship with that others. It should be the very foundation of our relationship even with others. Now, this truth has the power to transform not only our relationship with God, but it also has the power to transform every other relationship we have in this world. The title of this introductory message is Relationship Matters. Do you know what is the biggest challenge today? It is relationships. It is all about relationships. You know, and none of us will have problems with gadgets. You know, we all today, uh, we use a lot of gadgets. In fact, right now, we are using gadgets to communicate with each other. We use all kinds of equipment. But... We will not face a lot of problems with that. If you know to handle one mobile phone, you can handle the rest of them. It's very easy. If you know to drive one car, you can drive the rest of the other cars. It's not a big issue. They, all, they are all the same. But when it comes to relationships, that is not the case. Each relationship is different. Each relationship is different. You know, the relationship between a husband and a wife is different. The way you react 
or relate with your parents is different. The way you relate with your children is different. And if you have more than one child, you will discover that they are not the same. You cannot, you, you cannot uh, relate the same way with both of them. You know, you might have one who is very sensitive. You might have the other person with whom you need to really be hard on. You know, relationship with our boss or employees or in the society, they're all different. And people are battling relationship issues today. Now, when we have this revelation, this truth of the Father's love, the Heavenly Father's love, it has the power to bring a healing into every broken relationship and brings a restoration into our relationships that we have never seen before. It's a very simple message, but at the same time, a very powerful message. The sad reality is very few people have really experienced what it is to walk daily in the knowledge of the Father's love and His unconditional acceptance for us. You know, if there is one thing that people all over the world are looking for, it is real love and acceptance. People are craving for it. The desperate cry on the inside of most of the hearts, especially young people, is show me real love. Can you accept me just the way I am? And they've tried everything and quite often they're very badly disappointed. A lot of young girls are willing to offer their bodies on the altar of sex. Why? They're hoping for real love. They're hoping... If they would give their bodies, somebody would show them real love and acceptance. But quite often they are disappointed. They realize that they have only been used and thrown away. You know, many are willing to do anything to get some real love and acceptance, but they never receive it. Now, I'm talking to a bunch of believers, I know that. We all know, if I would ask you the question, do you know that God loves you? You will all say yes. We all know that God loves us and has accepted us. We have definitely experienced His rest and His peace whenever we are in His presence. Every time we come into the presence of God in worship, in reading the Word of God, we definitely experience that peace of God, that rest of God. But do you know what we all struggle with? We all struggle is to know this peace and rest on a daily basis, 24 by 7. Every time we come into the presence of God, we experience that peace and rest, but on a daily basis. On Monday mornings when we wake up and then you need to go to your workplace and you know the challenges that you are facing. You know that that boss of yours, that professor of yours who's really hard on you, who's so biased towards you, humiliates you, are you able to experience the peace of God and rest of God even while you are there? What happens when things don't go right in our life? Can we still experience His peace and rest? What happens when our plans fail? When people disappoint us? You know, can we experience that peace or do we lose that peace? Do we become very restless and agitated? You know, there is always something that motivates us to do what we are doing. I always tell people, we need to always ask this question. Why do I do what I do? 
and what is our motivation for what we are doing let me tell you if our motivation for doing anything is not the love of god but anything else then the foundation of our lives will crack and in the longer run we will fail if the motivation for doing whatever we are doing is not the love of god if we are not driven by the love of god let me tell you in the longer run we are standing on a very very shaky foundation and we can collapse now this message is about knowing and experiencing the deepest love that's ever available and getting rooted in that deep love and never letting it go in our lives it's about getting a life built on the father's love and being established in it you know when our life is built and established on the heavenly father's love it's only then you can come to a place of safety security and that's when you'll be successful in all our relationships that's when you'll remain you'll be safe in a relationship that's when you will feel secure in a relationship that's when you'll be successful in all our relationship especially our relationship with the lord now let me ask you this question do you struggle in establishing a relationship in your relationship with the lord or with the people in this world think about that you know is your relationship with the lord you know like a vehicle that uh moves for some time then stops and then you got to service it and then again it you know uh, it moves a little further stops and then is it like that do you struggle in maintaining your relationship with others you know for some time you have a relation after some time it's broken are you a person who has ever been betrayed in your life or you've gone been abused or you've had a broken relationship are you someone who finds it very difficult to get too close to anyone i told you right at the beginning you know before god gave me this revelation i was a person who would always keep a distance with people i would be very nice to people but there was a part of me that they never knew there was a part of me that was never open to them are you a person like that you find it very difficult to get close to anyone are you a person who finds it difficult to trust anybody are you a person that feels that you have been let down by people you know you feel that you are let down you are very suspicious of people and are you a person who's looking for a breakthrough in your life then this is the message that you got to really listen to or you might be the kind of person who's got everything right on the outside and i was like that you're born again spirit filled you're a man or a woman of integrity doing many things for the kingdom of god i was like that even when i stepped into the ministry but deep on the inside i knew there was something that was missing in my life deep on the inside i knew i did not come to a place of peace and rest on the inside if you are something like that then this is a message that you got to listen to which will take you into the depth of knowing and experiencing the father's love 
this is a message we all need to hear. You see, what we have really known many times of the Father's love is a very superficial and an intellectual exercise. If I would ask you the question, hey, do you believe that God the Father loves you? Yeah, definitely. All of you would say yes. But it's very superficial. It's just an intellectual exercise. But what this whole series is about, not knowing it in our mind, but really experiencing this Father's love in our heart. Now, it's a message, as I told you at the beginning, which has been transforming me over the years and still continues to change me. No matter how many times I've been sharing it, you know, every three months, I share this whole series in a school, Bible school in Kerala. But each time I go to share, more than sharing this message to the students out there, it's a message that keeps speaking to me again and again. Let me take you to a few passages from the Word of God. Malachi chapter 4, verses 5 and 6. It says that, See, I will send you the prophet Elijah before the great and dreadful day of the Lord comes. He will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the hearts of the children to their fathers, or else I will come and strike the land with a curse. Let me take you to one more verse, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 24. Then the end will come when he hands over the kingdom to God the Father after he has destroyed all dominion, authority and power. You know, beloved, we are living in one of the greatest moments of time. It's a time of restoration of everything that God's sons and daughters have lost to prepare them for the end time revival. Let me believe me, whatever we are passing through, God is preparing us for an end time revival. Now, these two passages that we read from the book of Corinthians and Malachi tells us that everything begins with the Heavenly Father and everything will end with a greater revelation of the Heavenly Father. A well-known prophet was asked this question, what is in store for church, the church in the last days? And he said it would be the revelation of fatherhood of God. The greatest revelation that a child of God can have about God is knowing God as the Father. Millions are going to come to the church like the prodigal son, and they will experience the Father's love once again. And all over the world, God is preparing the church to become the Father's house once again. So that millions of prodigal sons and those who don't know Jesus will see the Father's love. They will experience His compassion and His forgiveness that is in us. And as a result, they will desire to experience Father God. They're going to see the love of the Father, the compassion and the forgiveness that will begin to flow through each one of us. And the result of that is they would also want to desire to know this Father God. You know, this is not just about learning about the Father's love. This message, that's not the message. But it's experiencing in areas of our life where we really need to find the Father's love to touch us. In Romans chapter 5, verse 5, it says that God has poured out His love into our hearts. Now, I want you to know this very, very important truth. Now, I want this to be the foundation of your very life. God has poured out His love 
into our hearts. Let it get into our system. Let it get embedded in our system. No matter how far we have gone away from the Heavenly Father, He will not stop being our Heavenly Father. He will not stop. I don't know if any of you have gone through these experiences in your childhood days. If you had like one, I had. You know, when you do something wrong in your childhood days, for example, let's say you come back home from school with your progress card, which is very colorful. You know, you have those nice red marks all over the place in your progress card. You feel so ashamed of yourself. You feel so miserable. You know you have failed. The teacher has already given her peace of mind. And you have been humiliated publicly in the classroom. And added to that is, you got to get, I don't know why the schools have this system, uh, but they want you to get it signed by your father, your parent. And you bring it home, this progress card, and you show it, you have no choice, but you have to show, you have to get it signed because otherwise you can't go back to school. So with great fear and trembling, you know your father has got a very bad temper and you show it and then he blows his top and the words that comes out really kills you. He tells you, I'm ashamed to call you as my son. I'm ashamed that you were born in this home. It's better if I would have fed the dog, the dog would at least back the tail. You're not even worth a dog's life. I don't know if you have heard those words. And we feel so bad, we feel so miserable, we feel so, we, we, we feel uh, so, uh, so, so down. We feel we are good for nothing. But I want to give you the good news today. No matter how much you have failed, your Father in Heaven will never deny you. We may deny Him in our anger. We may say that I have nothing to do with Him. But He will never deny us. His love for us has never changed. No matter what we have done or we have not done, it still remains the same. And he keeps looking out every day, longing to see that one day you will come back to him. We will come back to him. And his commitment to us is greater than the commitment we have for him. And if you take one step for him, your heavenly father will take 10 steps for us. That is our heavenly father. That is the revelation you got to have in your life. No matter what you have done, His love for you never changes. But you know, sometimes there is a roadblock for us to have these revelations. And that roadblock is our relationship with our earthly father. See, God has placed our earthly fathers to be a role model of a heavenly father. But quite often that has never happened. As I told you, I didn't have a great relationship with my father when I grew up. Sometimes 
Our earthly fathers did not know how to express their love. Especially in our Indian uh, cultural context, in South Indian cultural context, where fathers always put on the straight face. Most of the times they don't express themselves. Or maybe you had a father who was pretty harsh, very strict. He was a dis- disciplinarian. All he spoke about was discipline in the house. Everything has to go according to what he says. The pin has to be in its place. It cannot be out of its place. Highly disciplined. You felt claustrophobic. You felt suffocating in that environment. In such homes, where the father walks in, the spin drops silence. There's no there's no noisy joy that happens over there. There's no excitement. It's spin drop silence. Or your father was never there for whatever reasons to show love to us. Or maybe you had a father who was very abusive. He had a very bad temper. Very physically very abusive. Maybe your father never put his arms around you. Appreciated you, hugged you, embraced you. Maybe your father was never there when you really needed him. You know when... Uh, These kind of situations we pass through in our childhood days. What happens is, without our knowledge, slowly we'll begin to believe some wrong things in our life. We begin to believe that I'm a failure. I'm not a good guy. I'm not intelligent. I'm useless. I'm I'm worthless. I'm not beautiful. I'm not worthy. And these are wrong beliefs that we begin to believe in. And slowly they become part of our system. They are called as ungodly beliefs or beliefs about ourselves that the Bible does not approve. Now what happens is, these these wrong beliefs, they belong to Satan. And over a period of time, as you keep believing that, As you keep growing up in your childhood days, as you keep believing, I'm a useless guy. I'm not, you know, my brother is better than me or my sister is better than me or others are better than me. You know, sometimes our parents have this habit of comparing ourselves either with your neighboring child or your classmate or maybe your cousins and says, look at them. And then you begin to believe that you are a failure. You begin to believe you're good for nothing. And as you begin to believe these things, and they become a stronghold. In over a period of time, they become a stronghold in our life, which the devil wants you to have. And then that that the devil will begin to have a control over our life because of that. The more you believe these things, the more the devil will have a strong control over our life. And when we have these wrong, ungodly beliefs, they begin to produce unhealthy results or wrong results. We develop a fear that we may fail. We develop a fear of being rejected. 
So what happens? You know, there's so much a fear of failure. It makes us think that if I don't achieve, then I'm nobody in this world. If I don't pass my examination above 96, 97, 98%, I am a failure. I will be rejected. So what? then what, what happens? It makes people to become a winner at any cost. At any cost, they have to win. And sometimes they even use unethical methods. Because the end result is, I have to succeed. No matter what. And they begin to use all the wrong methods. And behind this drive to succeed is a deep desire to feel accepted. Now when I score that 97% or 98%, that's when my parents are going to accept me. That's when people are going to accept me. You know, that desire to be accepted, to be appreciated, to be acknowledged. But when that does not happen, when that success does not come, you work very hard. And when the success does not come, it shatters your world. Because our world revolves around success. Today, success is what is highlighted. If you are not successful, nobody wants you. Everybody ignores you. Nobody wants to be your friend. Nobody wants to relate with you. Nobody wants to even visit your house if you're a failure. And when we are not able to achieve that success, what happens? The pain of rejection is very deep. It hits you. And in order to escape that pain, people land up in all kinds of wrong things. They end up in drugs, alcohol, pornography, violence. You know, most of the people, most of the young people who are addicted to pornography are ones who are really struggling in their life for acceptance. They become very angry. And quite often our loved ones, our loved ones we, and even those who are close to us, we start using harsh words. You know, hurting people will always hurt others. Remember that. The ones who hurt you are the ones who have been hurt. You know, uh, you have this very good example of that is you have this um, ragging that goes on in the college hostels. Who are the ones who rag the second years? Not the third years or the fourth, final year ones. It's always the second year ones who rag the first years. Why? Because when they were in their first year, they were ragged by their second year seniors. And there's so much of anger inside them. Now they can't hit back against the seniors. The only way they can let it out is hurt those under them who are helpless, who cannot defend themselves. And that's what a lot of people do, hurting people. They begin to hurt others. Now if we don't get over our hurts very soon, we will hurt others. We don't know why we are so angry. We don't know why we are hurting others. It's the pain of failure. It's the pain of not being accepted. It's the pain of not succeeding. It's the pain of rejection. If you are in that place, what you really need is to experience the unconditional love of the Heavenly Father. It's only His love that can break through all the wrongs that you, we have got into. 
It's only the love of the Father that can bring a healing into our lives. You know, sometimes, even after we become believers, we become a child of God, we can still carry these wrong beliefs or ungodly beliefs with us unconsciously. We can still be looking for approval and acceptance. But now, instead of looking for it in the world, we start looking for it in the church. Now, now we may not go into all drugs and alcohol, or we may not go into party, or we may not look for friends in the world to receive that approval and acceptance. Our fears of failures are now being transferred into the church. What do happens? We get busy doing things in the church and in the ministry, hoping that God would be pleased with us. Let me tell you, this is the this is the honest truth. A lot of people who do a lot of ministry, a lot of people who want to get involved in many things in the church are hoping that they would get into the good books of God by all the ministry that they do. All that they, it's, their, it's their desire that God would be pleased with them and God will accept us because of what we are doing. We think the best way to be approved by God and even by other believers is to do all we can in the church. You call them for morning prayers, they are there. You call them in the daytime, they are there. You call them for any activity in the church, they are there. They are there. Anytime the pastor calls them, they are there. And the pastor is also very happy. Pastor thinks, wow, I've never found such a spiritual person because he's always there to serve God. But what is the motivation? The motivation is not the love of God. The motivation is to be accepted by God and to be accepted by the pastor. And somewhere along the way, something goes wrong. For some reasons, things do not happen right between him and the pastor. And then he becomes very, very angry and bitter. I did so many things for the pastor. Look at the way he treated me. I did so many things for God. But God did not bless me. The motivation was not love. This is a false understanding and it will come at a price. After working very hard in the church and the ministry, you will discover that still you will have no real joy, no rest, no energy left. You will still feel empty on the inside. You will still feel empty on the inside. We may not realize, but many times what drives us to do many things is the need to be accepted. The desperate need to be accepted. On the outside, we look very happy and successful. Everybody will look at us as such a wonderful child of God, such a wonderful believer. But on the inside, we are very unhappy. We are more committed to our work than our family. We are, when we are at home, we get very irritated easily. We become judgmental about everyone. And everything. We are very critical. We have to pass our judgments about everybody. We begin to compare ourselves with others. And that brings a competitive attitude. Which is rooted in jealousy. And when this happens. We will have difficulty in relating with others. There is another problem. Relating with people in authority. Especially with those in spiritual authority. In a healthy way. On the inside we become very judgmental. And an attitude of rivalry. We cannot stand someone doing better than us. 
You know, if somebody is doing better than us, we feel rejected, we feel miserable. The success of others makes us very depressed. Externally, we put on a, we develop the art of putting on a smile. What happens? The result is we become a master of disguises. Outwardly, you're a wonderful believer. You do all the right things expected from a believer. But do you lack real joy and peace on the inside? The root of a problem may have to go back to our childhood days. As a little child, maybe you have never experienced the expressions of love from your earthly father. Maybe your earthly father never took you into his strong arms and he given you that embrace that you longed for. Not that, our many, not that many of our earthly fathers didn't love us. They loved us, but they never knew how to express that love. And when they do not express love, that leaves a deep void or emptiness in our life. You know, there's a saying, especially in Kerala, you know, love is supposed to be kept in your heart. Love is not supposed to be shown to your children. A very, very big lie of the devil. If love is not expressed, it's good as not having any love. And when love is not expressed, that leaves a deep void, an emptiness in our life. Some of us have grown up and you're married, but we can still carry that emptiness in our life. I want to take you back to those, your growing years, your childhood days. Go back. Let the Holy Spirit take you to your childhood days. Remember those times when you felt very lonely. You felt so fearful. You felt even a sense of abandonment. How much you wished that your father was there to understand you. Understand the fears that you were passing through. Understand the confusions that you were passing through. But he was not there when you really needed him. There were many painful experiences that you went through that you were not comfortable to share with your father. Maybe this is the story of your growing years. You might have gone through so much of guilt, abuse, shame, fear of failure and rejection. You know, the devil is a dirty fellow. The Bible says he comes to kill, steal and destroy. He's out there to see how he can destroy our lives. He creates situations Right in our childhood days, sometimes even while you're in your mother's womb. Your parents wanted a boy, but then you, Mr. Le beautiful, Miss, Miss Beautiful turned out and they were pretty upset. Oh no. You felt rejected. He creates situations wherein we go through rejections in our life. We go through failures. We go through guilt. And when this happens, it takes us into bondage. And that hinders us from becoming what God wants us to be. You know, God wants us to go from one level of victory to a higher level of victory. But unless we deal with these wrong beliefs or strongholds that have been built up in our lives over a period of time, we will not be able to free, break free into the victory that God has called us. As a little child, when you go through those painful experiences, without you realizing, 
you will start building walls around your emotions and these walls we put around our hearts to protect us so that we will not be hurt by others we don't want others to hurt us our emotions our feelings our desires they are all hidden behind those walls we don't allow anyone to penetrate beyond those walls lest we get hurt by them we can't take one more hurt we can't take one more betrayal we can't take one more harsh word from anyone our relationship with our family and even with others is at a distance we do not allow anyone to get too close to us to know our true feelings to know our true person if you have difficulty getting close to someone or you don't allow anyone to get close then it's an indication that you are a wounded person on the inside deep inside you are a wounded person and you have not dealt with those wounds you know i tell people who are preparing for marriage young people don't ever step into marriage unless you have dealt with your past wounds and hurts if not you will destroy your marriage the reason why many young marriages are breaking up is because they have not dealt with their childhood pain and wounds hurting people will hurt others you are hurting on the inside you get married your life partner is also another wounded person two hurting people in marriage is like a volcano that is exploding that's why young marriages are breaking up very early we need to allow the heavenly father to pour his love we need to allow him to pour his comfort and his affection into our wounded heart we need to allow the river of god's love to flow to break through those walls we have built around our hearts we need the father needs to touch those deep wounds we have had he needs to comfort us with his healing love the love of god needs to wash away those hidden barriers and take us into the deeper depths of his love but experiencing the father's love requires a deeper level of humility and repentance you know love and humility always goes together without humility you cannot experience the father's love you need to come to that place where you need to say yes i need it you need to come to the place where you're willing to repent it's coming to a place of rest and no more aggressive striving coming to the place of the father's love is coming to a place of rest and peace in our hearts our wholehearted love for god listen to what i'm going to say now very important our wholehearted love for god is revealed not by all the spiritual activities that we do you might be a great worship leader You might be a great evangelist. You might be a great preacher. You might be there for all the prayer meetings. No. That is not the proof that you really love God. But the proof that we really love God is by the way we are able to show love to others. Our love for God is revealed by the way we show love to others. If we are not able to show this love to others, then we are motivated by self love and we can do many good things with the wrong motive the bible tells us that we cannot love god if we do not love each other 
In the first John chapter 4, verses 7 and 8, it says, Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. Look at what it says there. If you do not, if you know, whoever does not love does not know God. If you do not know how to love others, if your loved ones do not experience your love, then you do not know God because God is love. And verse 20 says, If anyone says, I love God, yet hate his brother, he is a liar. For anyone who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. That's the proof that you really love God. When we learn to love our fellow brother. Do we desire to experience fully God's love that he has for us? Would you like to encounter his unconditional acceptance? You know, in the messages that you're going to look at, Brother Danny is going to share with you, We'll be looking at some of the truths of the Father's love. The whole purpose of this message is not just to have some intellectual understanding of the Father's love, but to experience Father God's affectionate embrace, feel His unconditional acceptance, and hear His tender words of love in deeper ways than we have ever known in our lives. And I've just been laying the foundations, and I pray in the weeks ahead, as Brother Danny brings this whole series with you, that you would experience this revelation that many of us have experienced in our church here and in many other places, and that we can walk in the freedom that this Father's love gives us, and that we can touch people's lives around us. The world is waiting for the love of the Father to begin to flow through us. But unless we experience it, we cannot share it with others. And my prayer is that first, we all will experience this love and there will be an abundance or an overflow of that love that will begin to flow through us. Shall we pray? Father, I want to thank you for this time. Thank you for your precious children, Lord. Even as we laid the foundation of experience your heavenly love, Father, I pray that you would open their eyes of understanding. I pray for your anointing to rest upon Brother Danny as he brings the word on this subject in the weeks ahead. And there will be a change, there will be a transformation and this love will begin to flow through your children that you called by your name in Manipal and touch all their friends around them. Touch their family members. Lord, touch every loved one around them, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Give you the glory. In Jesus' precious name I pray. Amen.